move on. Uh, this show is going to be real. Uh, it's going to be so good. <laughs> so good. So wet. <clears throat> Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash guardians. Over 180,000 titles to choose from your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. How Jay, the sneaky pervert, decides to try to finger some buttholes. Hijinks ensue. Shit is smelled. Also eaten. And it's a lovely, lovely book. I believe you had a uh, you had a suggestion as well, didn't you? I do have a suggestion, not in the same uh, genre of of book, but uh, it is it is slightly different, more of a uh, a funny take on life. But uh, it is a book called "I Must Say" by written and narrated by uh, Martin Short. Uh, it is about oh. his uh, upbringing in Canada, which Jay. Uh, we'll probably actually enjoy that. So along the same lines of that genre. Oh, sure. I mean, Jay will enjoy fingering buttholes. And I just say. <laughs> or is it may I just say? Or well, I... so, do you remember Ed Grimley? The, his character on like Second City TV yes. and, and, and Saturday Night Live. So, the uh, fat one, right? No, it's, that's Jimmy Click. <laughs> oh. Um, Ed Grimley was the skinny guy with... Uh, uh, kind of like how I usually have my hair where it's like coned up in the front. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but he always, oh, said, okay. I must yes. say. So, I must say. But, uh, okay. yeah, he gets into, gets into some deep talks about character creation and, and how he found his inspirations for them. And, uh, talks about his experience with Saturday Night Live. Um, and, uh, cool. just, just a really good book and, 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 uh, a lot of, uh, it's amazing because you know you you see someone at his level, but even now today he still like compares himself to other performers, sure. and and he's always just wanting to do better at what he does. So it's it's an amazing book. I I can't recommend it enough. So you know he he had a special. I think it came out. I think it came out a few months ago. There was a special on Netflix with him and um, Steve Martin. That was pretty good. Hmm. I'll check that. I, out. I watched that, and it was because it's the first time that I've seen either of them do stand up in a while. Um, and I guess they toured around, and uh, it's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. Like they, they, I, I, they do a good job. They, they kind of have an interesting brand of humor that I find myself. It's usually a few minutes past, and then I'm laughing. Yeah. At what was just said, because they, they have a very like the way they talk and communicate and the way they tell their jokes, it, it, it can slip by you real easy, you know, cause you're like, wait, was that funny? Like, <laughs> was that, was that a joke or was yeah. that a, not a joke? I don't, I don't know. But it's, it, it, it's that it's, high level that it's just like, you gotta, you, yeah. you really have to be focused in. Yeah. It's just yeah. good stuff. So. They, they also have some lower stuff, which is more in my lane, <laughs> you know, yeah. stuff that I can get and laugh at. Oh, okay. I get it. I get, I get, I get this joke. I'm on the same page. Um, I also had a recommendation, and that was Shadow of the Conqueror uh, mm. by Shad M. Brooks. I don't know if you've ever seen his YouTube stuff. I have not. Uh, so he's he's pretty uh, he, well. He's pretty popular in some hemispheres, but basically he does a lot of. Uh, he has a, his channel is called Shadowversity, and um, 
he does a lot of uh, medieval uh, like weaponry, what what they might use, what they would use, um, moves, combat, and uh, you know some things like how would you actually use a torch if you were to use one? Because most movies have have people holding it out in front of them, but you would hold it behind you so that it wouldn't it wouldn't be shining in your eyes and so all that you would be able to see is the torch oh, okay you would hold it behind you so that you could get the cast over your head instead of in your eyes it, it's a lot of really cool stuff like he'll go into a lot of movies like hey they use this sword in a movie would this actually be feasible feasible uh, but anyway he wrote he wrote a book called shadow of the conqueror um it has to do with uh, uh, a guy that um, it's a fantasy, high fantasy, I would call it. Um, the world is, it, it, I was pleasantly surprised because it, it's self-published. You know, he, it, he didn't take it to a publisher or anything. He published it through his own company. Um, you can find it on Amazon, like the, the, the electronic and the electronic version. I don't think he actually has like a, a, a book, you know, Hard cut. Oh, okay. Copy. So there, there's not an actual physical copy of the book, then, right? Um, but uh, it's read by Michael Kramer, which I don't know if you've ever heard of Michael Kramer. It sounds awfully uh, familiar. He did uh, the Stormlight Archives. He did the Mistborn series, and he did the Wheel of Time. He's done a lot of books. He's he's pretty big in that area of things, and. Um, Anyway, I was pleasantly surprised because you read, sometimes I read self-published books and I'm going, I can see why it's self-published. Oh, yeah. yeah. I can see why nobody bought this. <laughs> um, but it's very much in the vein of Brandon Sanderson type fantasy with with kind of a hard uh, hard magic system. Uh, he goes into a lot about... Um, physics okay um because and, and the magic is all based on light they absorb light and then they channel it into different things and basically um so this this conqueror this stalin like figure in fact it seems as if he took a lot of you know from joseph stalin and as he's aged to 80 he's had his kingdom taken away from him he's living in poverty in hiding and he realizes the error of his ways and he goes to try and kill himself by throwing himself off of the landmass because the landmass in this book, it's, it's this large continent that there are no seas or anything that surround it. It's a flat plane in an endless horizon. Hmm. And what happens is, is it, you can actually, so from standing on the continent, if you look up, you can see the bottom of the continent. And so if you jump off of the continent, you would actually just kind of fall forever, starve to death or whatever. Um, but if you anyway, so he he goes and he goes to jump off the continent because he's taken he's taking his life in his own way kind of thing. And um, basically in the way that he does it, he ends up acquiring these powers and becoming his a younger version of himself somehow he has been able to go back to like the age of 20 uh, or younger. And so like the prime. And so he's got all these experiences as an old man 
and he sh now he has power to be able to rectify some of the wrongs that he did. But he was a really terrible person, and so like everybody hates him. Like he he calls himself the great bastard. Like that's what everybody <laughs> calls him. Everybody hates him. I mean, like to the point to where continents or or, or countries hate him and want him dead. So it, it, it's it's an interesting story, kind of redemption uh, with a lot of high fantasy, some cool ideas. Um, there's some hiccups, some burrs, you know, new author, but uh, pretty good. I would suggest it. And so the name of the book is again? Shadow of the Conqueror. Shadow of the Conqueror. Okay. Yeah. And, anyway, uh, I, I, sorry, I take like 20 minutes to describe books. Apparently. It's okay. It's all right. <laughs> uh, but you can also... Get those uh, selections from, if you just go over to uh, audibletrial.com slash guardians for your 30-day yep. free trial. So, Yes, that too. Also. All right. As well. Well, I have no <laughs> intro music once again. Uh, I, I, uh, I'll, I'll later on go and explain uh, my setup as it is uh, uh, a little bit later on. But um, Elmer could not join us this evening. Uh, by the way, uh, before I get into all that, this is just some Guardians episode 86. Uh, I'm Gunbay. I'm joined tonight with, uh, Russell. Uh, hello. Uh, hello. <laughs> uh, Elmer could not join with us tonight because, uh, he had a family emergency. So all I can say is, uh, I don't have any details or anything like that, but, uh, I, I, I hope everything is okay with him and I, I certainly wish, wish him the best. So, um, so hopefully, uh, next week we can get him back on here and, and, uh, have some fun. So, um, uh, but, uh, how, how have you been? I haven't, <laughs> it seems like you've been so busy these past few weeks that, uh, yeah, well, I haven't really I, I, had yeah, a chance to speak with you. I had gone out of town for business. Uh, we went to, we went to Las Vegas, but we were gone for a few days because we went to go see my wife's family in St. George as well. So we left a couple of a couple of days early, and St. George is only a couple hours from Las Vegas. So we just stayed nice. there and then drove into Las Vegas when we had a chance. And then, um, and then, uh, yeah, because nobody's been on Red Dead because everybody's been playing Destiny Shadow Keep for the last week. So I've just been, oh, I'll go do a trade route. <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go hunt, do a trade route. Anybody all? Hello, hello, hello. Okay. Um, I I do feel I so uh, sorry. Um, I I'm gonna get off on a tangent because um, it's Red Dead and I love it. Um, it's a great game. So I've actually I've gotten to the point. So I the last week, couple of weeks, I've been putting all my money towards upgrading the ability cards. Right. Mm -hmm. So I've got my my build all set out. I've got the the max damage, so it, so it it makes me more accurate, and I do a lot more damage with uh, when I'm holding two weapons in each hand. Okay. So I have two Schofield revolvers, and it is so so much fun. Yeah, because I mean even even PCs because I can get them at a boom boom because it's so it I can do it so quick. And because the, the accuracy is so improved, I can usually get a headshot. And if I can't get a headshot, two or three shots, and they're done. And because you're holding two, you can usually get it off pretty quick. Oh, yeah. But even just going up against NPCs, because then I also upgrade it all the way to where if I'm taking multiple shots, I'll take less damage. And for every kill that I get, I heal for five seconds. 
So I, I'll just I'll just run into a big group of people and be like, bam, 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 and I'm good. I'm like, all right, that was that was all right. Let's grab this stuff because the multiple shots. Because unless I get hit in the head, if I get hit in the head, I'm screwed. So against it, player characters, it's not great. But yeah, usually that's how. <laughs> yeah. If you get hit in the head, you're pretty much well. Screwed. Yeah, I, I, it makes sense. But yeah, and then I, I bought my Halloween costume today because they they put out masks. So everybody gets three or four masks. Uh, and I think they're releasing some every day up oh, cool. until Halloween. Because I got like three yesterday. I got two today. And so I'm, I've am i got a Halloween kind of costume thing going on with the, the swine mask that's got like the rotting flesh hanging from it. Oh, nice. Like an old man beard. I got the coat that has the alligator print on it. And then some real swanky like plaid pants. No shirt, purple scarf. I've got some some tasseled boots. It's pretty exciting. Anyway, <laughs> how have you been? Uh, I've been very well. Uh, I went through a story that I won't bear repeating because it's too embarrassing from uh, last oh, night. Oh, man. But that would have been <laughs> such a good story, though. Maybe I'll save it for the... It's, it's In the end, it's not necessarily a spooky story, but it is my own. <laughs> fears coming it's into super spooky <laughs> so like we, we will have to plan like a yeah. halloween episode or something so okay. uh but yes i but uh so uh uh these past few nights i have been up super late and by late i mean like 5 a.m late <laughs> too much destiny no actually it hasn't been uh and we'll we'll be talking about destiny tonight but um what I have been doing, though, is uh, I've been having a lot of fun, not necessarily in gaming. Mm-hmm. And this is this is from you. It's going to sound or when I say this, it's not going to sound because you probably do this for <laughs> your job. But uh, I have actually found a, a new interest and love for programming. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so now it. In relation to what you just mentioned about Red Dead, it is a fantastic game. Um, and basically what I'm doing is I'm getting ready for an anticipation of Red Dead on PC. Now, I know you're hearing that. Oh. I know you're hearing that, um, you know, you know, probably that there's some of us plan on going to, to PC and that is correct. I have no interest in replaying the game over on PC again. I have no interest on re-leveling back up on, on Red yeah. Dead Online. Yeah. I have other interests in mind. Um, what I've been tinkering with in, in, in the way of uh, programming is uh, I've been playing with a mod for GTA. Yeah. And so uh, that's called 5M. And basically I'm going through, uh, going through the steps of learning Lua, um, making callbacks to databases and stuff like that, you know, pull, yeah. you know, inputting and outputting data, been just having a ton of fun with it and just watching something build. And I'm actually working on actually, I I've actually been calling it the, the JSG RP. Um, it, it's basically a GTA, a GTA five M server that I'm creating. Okay. Cause five M is the, the role play server, right? Correct. Or it, it okay. is a mod mod set that gets you, uh, it basically takes a single player version of the game and it, it pulls all the assets from them because it's locally on your hard drive. Oh yeah. And so basically what it does is it, it takes place of the online server and so it pulls all those assets in 
and then it makes the connections from there. So it Ooh. it's like being online, but yet it's it's handling it on its own. So and it's just right. using the uh, the local version for uh, the the story mode for the assets. And so it was uh, shortly after Red Dead was announced for PC. Five M yeah. came out and announced we will be taking the FX or the uh, Citizen FX framework, and we'll be oh. also making the mod for Red Dead. We'll be calling it Red M. And uh, so we'll be my my if I'm planning this out correctly and if if they're so sure that they're going to have that out after right. Red Dead comes out, my thinking is it's along the same lines of the same setup. It oh, shouldn't you're be me super excited, man. Yeah, well, I, I am so excited because I, I have so many plans ready to go. I mean, and it's it's been really exciting to talk with, you know friends online about the possibilities of what we can do, you know? Right. Um, so, um, so yeah, I, I've got, you know, in what I'm planning on doing is I'm planning on setting up like some subdomains so we can actually, you know, have it to where we can actually split it out to where we can have different servers point to different locations. Uh, mm-hmm. whether if people wanted to play GTA, uh, 5M or, um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry i got caught off guard but uh, uh i was looking at chat um but uh, i i i want to have it to where you know down the road if we want to have actual role play servers we can actually go in as a community and, and enjoy it so that um, would be so much fun yeah and I want to get a PC rig just so that I can play that with you guys. Honestly, that's that's one of the reasons why I'm I'm just so excited for for this opportunity. Like I said, I'm not even anywhere anywhere near remotely interested in in replaying the game over again. That's right. that I my my reasons for getting the PC version are completely different from everybody else. And and I hear everybody's right. complaints too because um, I I message uh, people in another Discord too that I'm a member of, but um, I personally believe that when a company releases a game and then they release it on another platform or something like that a, a year later or several months later, I I almost think that that's a that's a predatory practice. They should be releasing them near the yeah. same time. So I, uh, but. It is what it is. I'm going to buy it for a second time. And uh, so, but I, I, it's just pretty much going to be strictly for development purposes. So. Right. That so. would, that would be a lot of fun. Cause there are a lot of assets in the, in the main story campaign yeah. that I wish were in the online version and to be able to, to do that sounds really interesting. Yeah. Um, well, in I, uh, Evil J and Chat, we were also talking about, you know, the differences between, um, you know, what you have on GTA uh, Online for 5M. You you know, you have cell phones, you have, you can text people, you can, you can use walkie-talkies back and forth with people. And then, you know, I think he even came with the idea, he's like, you could basically have people dedicated to delivering messages to other people as writers. Oh, that, yeah, that would be cool. And all they do is their job is to run in between towns and stuff like that. And, and you know, we That's were pretty cool. I was even thinking about, you know, setting up like a telegraph system or something like that. But, you know, just sure. little things like that. But um, and there's so many little towns, you know, uh, you know. So, I mean, there's opportunities for like, you know, you know, uh, a, a rowdy town mayor. And, and, you know, there's doctor's offices there and stuff like that. So I, I'm just 
I just want to be able to rob a bank in Red Dead Online. Exactly. And... I just want to be able to rob a flipping bank without it having to be a story mission. I am surprised. Or a train. I am surprised it hasn't happened yet. So. Yeah, me too. So. <laughs> That's I refuse bit... to be censored, Jay. Uh. <laughs> YouTube. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Uh, visual bit. Yeah. For those who are not watching visually. Here, I'll read it out for people. Jay has gone mad with power because he had me out for 10 minutes. Rise up, my brothers, and flood the chat with hashtag Jay Fingers Buttholes. And then I told Evil Jay to suck on that. Well, thank you for that. You're welcome. I just thought I'd throw that out there for our for our audio listeners. Uh, well. The audio listeners appreciate it. I'm I'm uh, most sure of it. <laughs> they they finally know what that sign says. Yeah. If they have if they have only listened and never watched the show live, <laughs> uh, it goes up pretty often. So um, yeah. So I I've been just that's what I've been messing around with, uh, oh. um, and. And basically, uh, I, I, you know, you had mentioned everybody's been off playing Destiny 2, and, and I I have mm-hmm. been doing that. Um, I went through the story mode, and I guess we can kind of get into that mode, but yeah, yeah. Um, as, a, as a nice little segue here. But um, so I, I, I played through the story, and I've done a little bit of leveling, um, and that was essentially my coming back to Destiny. It wasn't anything grand. I, you know, I'm not necessarily... I, I'm enjoying a lot of games right now. So, right. um, uh, and I don't have, you know, I can't necessarily dedicate the time to do the grind as some people can. Um, so it's like, and I'm not necessarily looking for a grindy game at the moment, mm-hmm. um, which destiny, destiny definitely fills that, that void if you need that. But, um, I, I just, you know, uh, so I can really only speak on the points of like the story, the actual main campaign, and and then a little bit of the level progression after that. But mm-hmm. um, what are your thoughts on the main campaign so far? You know, now that you know, gosh, it's it's been a month now, or almost been a month since it's been out. So, well, I'll tell you. Okay. <laughs> I know nothing about it because I I. Because I have been out of work for the past month. Oh, okay. So you have not done it. Uh, so I haven't purchased it. <laughs> okay. I have not purchased it. So I, I'm, I, I'm going to ask you a few questions because I'm very curious about it. Oh, wait. okay. Because, because I love, I love the idea that the Hive are my favorite villain, my favorite monster, whatever, in Destiny. Okay. I, I I really like because I am very much a sword and sorcery kind of guy. If anything has any hint of fantasy elements, I'm like, oh yeah, give it to me, give it to me, give it to me, give it to me, good. Um, and so you know the the idea of them having knights and wizards and you know banshees and those kinds of things. Uh, banshees, that's a thing, right? Am I, I making that up in my head? I think you just made it up. But. I thought that's oh shriekers right. <laughs> Those are the big yeah, the things that shoot the things at you. Oh yeah. shriekers, shriekers, banshees. I mean, <laughs> come on, Halo, Destiny. What's the difference? Um, <laughs> you so, might actually be angering <laughs> a lot of people right now. I'm just kidding. Okay, just kidding, guys. I'm sure. I'm teasing. I love you. Um. So, um. 
So the Shadow Keep is delving further into the hive in this expansion, right? Yes and no. Oh, okay. Now, can you explain that without spoiling anything? <laughs> so there is a big oh shit moment. Okay. Uh, that I don't care to go anywhere near for fear yeah. of uh, outright spoilers. hatred yeah. and, and stones being thrown at me. Um, so yeah, right. spoilers. I will not be going. This is not the episode that I will be going into. However, where they are taking the story. Hmm. Okay. And and so this has actually been one of my big complaints over the whole time of Destiny was that it feels sure. like that they're starting up stories and they're not completing them. Right. You okay, know, so it's same kind of principle with this where they're It is, but they let's let's just put They it did this, it well. Let's yeah, they did it very well and let's okay. just say that they um something that was started up within Destiny 2 or that you got to see or witness within Destiny 2 it definitely comes back to that in a big way. Uh, here's a question for you. So does it tie in with Warmind? No. I, I mean, okay. um, other than... Because we had... Um, what was the, the god, the worm god thing? Yeah, it, I, honestly, uh, no. it's it's just way beyond that. I, I wouldn't even consider that as a... Uh, I mean, other than just the hive being tied to that that's the only reason okay that would tie to that but um i i would say it's beyond that now it does i mean because eris morn is back right uh yes yes she is right and and the last time that we saw her back in what uh, the last time that we saw her was back in destiny one yep. right this is her first appearance back in destiny two and the last time that we saw her, because she had a couple of, she was a major part of a couple of big expansions, which was, um, or or at least she was involved with, um, gosh, what was it called? Uh, where Crota? What was yeah, that? Um, what was that? That's not the dark called? below, is it? The, I think it is. I yeah. think it is the dark below. Yeah. Um, so, so that was the first time that we were introduced to her, right? Was Crota during that whole? Yeah, I, I think that was actually her first entrance into the game. And then, and then, so we killed Crota, who is the son of Orcus, uh, not Orcus. That's D and D. I mean, they're both pretty similar. Oryx. Oryx. Yeah. Oryx. I knew it was an O R. So King Oryx. Uh, Crota was King Oryx's son. And as far as we know, right, because the lore is that Oryx was actually a woman beforehand. That's or as not far important. as like the hive we're, we're, we're in an advanced time now. We don't need uh, to. No, I, I, <laughs> we don't need to associate gender. Yes, I, I mean I'm not, but that, that's the way it was in the lore, right? Yes. I mean I'm not. I'm not crazy. Okay, yes, Oryx I'm not, I'm was not being insensitive. <laughs> I'm just giving you shit right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, no, uh, if I remember my lore correctly, I think Oryx was Orosh before that. Orosh. And there were three sisters, right? Correct. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I've done some dive into the lore, mostly because Hive are really cool. Yeah. Um, and Orish, uh, somehow she found her way into the, the, the Taken dimension or whatever that is. Uh, yeah, uh, basically 
Oryx or Orosh, uh, basically, if gosh, this is this is digging back into some lore, and I'm I'm having some trouble remembering, but um, basically, uh, the deal with the worms was where they had to. That's right, because they worship the worms. Yeah, and and they were given a worm to satiate, and the base of the worms represented, I think, their most their desire, and mm-hmm. and so like. Uh, uh, I think, uh, gosh, I can't even remember the name. Uh, Savathun, uh, there was a, who was the other one? Zivu Arath, which was like, uh, Savathun had cunning. Um, Zivu Arath had, um, it was war. I don't know if it was just war or, or, um, I've, I've heard them related to something like the seven deadly sins. Like they represented cunning, war, hunger, things like that, right? Yeah, in something like that. Yeah, but I, I think it was more specific to you know just war making, and and that was what would satiate her worm. And then Oryx basically ended up, you know, I think actually taking taking out one of the worms, him or herself, and and actually, uh, basically learned the the tactic of taking and oh you know that's actually you know by the sword logic they you know he killed a worm god and you know basically learned that you know through the through the sword logic interesting so, um, so yeah. go ahead no you go ahead you you're asking the questions and i'll answer them as best as possible i didn't realize this is gonna get to a lower <laughs> um well i i feel like because because Again, I I know very little about Shadowkeep except that Erismorn is back. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of want to establish what we've seen through Destiny 1 to kind of get an idea of... Because this is things that I'm curious about because I haven't been able to play yet. Mm -hmm. So then, so we finally, we killed Oryx at the end of the, the campaign for the Taken King. But he was then taken himself and we had to go to his what was it his throne dimension was that what it was shadow realm or or shadow realm yeah or something yeah. like that basically is yeah his his throne world i guess you would call it and and then we had to kill him there cuz i never did that raid so i i again this is an area that i'm yeah and in in most of that is is pretty much in the lore if you've ever read you know right. the, uh, the book of sorrows um it, and it pretty much explains where you have to kill him, essentially, in order for it to be final. Okay. Um, and then basically after, you know, and after the, the regicide can, or campaign mission, you actually have a cutscene of, of uh, Eris where she's... Right. You know, she... That's, that's what I was getting to. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so Eris takes the Taken King's sword. Right. Right? Or now, or or a piece here, of it, essentially. Now here's a question: Because does does she just appear in his throne world, or is it in our reality? In our reality, yeah. So. Okay, okay. Um. So so that's the last time that we saw Eris Morn. Right. Yeah. Uh, she, until until this recent. Yeah, and basically she she took the the pieces of the sword basically. 
and we were to fashion a sword out of it so we could, you know, basically use the the sword, the sword logic to our advantage. You know, we, okay. we basically took his tactics and, and we made our, forged our own swords. And that was, that was back in Destiny 1 as well, right? Correct. Yep. That was all during yeah. Taken King at that point. Because you, you had to end up killing like the general that Oryx had imprisoned in that dark pit a couple of times or you had, that was like one of the challenges, right? Yeah. It was, it was a strike like, actually. Um, yeah. And the name's escaping me somehow actually, uh. But yeah, but basically you see those, uh, uh, the, you know, the dark blade, uh, yeah. but basically throughout destiny, That's what yeah, throughout destiny too, you actually see, you know, those type of dark blade characters throughout, you know, like, uh, whenever you do like, uh, the ascendant challenges and stuff, um, mm-hmm. they're all over the place. And, uh, uh, let's just say that you see a reoccurrence of those. So, so the, so Eris Morn shows up because this, this, well, I, I guess we'll, so Eris Morn shows up. Is it a continuation of that story from there? Let's just say it's a continuation of, hmm, I, <laughs> yeah, okay. No, uh, don't, don't go into any spoilers. Yeah. So, uh, let's okay. just say that, uh, moon's haunted, man. <laughs> Moon's haunted. I thought it was hilarious when there were all those tweets about people with the the astronauts and the moon's haunted. Yeah, so funny. Yeah. So so what part of the moon do we go to? Because this is the first time we've been returning to the moon since Destiny One. Mm-hmm. Are we are we seeing some of the same basic areas, or is it like the dark side of the moon? Uh, no. So at? basically, the map you get is nearly identical to what you get in destiny one however really there's some slight uh land transformations uh there is also major additions add on there's actually the shadow keep uh area or the uh i can't even remember the that's so new to me and i haven't been in the game uh heavily that much but the whole area where the the shadow keep is is a new branch of that that map and so you can go to uh, Archer's Line and all that, you know, just basically as you did before. And and uh, there's a new social area where, you know, uh, Eris will actually be where you go to visit her. So, and she she's been infected by the hive, right? I mean, she has the three eyeballs. Um, my understanding, I my understanding is she uses some of the hive magic to her power to her advantage, uh, but okay. I don't know if she's actually uh, infected by them or anything like that. But okay. she, but she's, yeah, yeah, she couldn't see in the dark during uh during the Crota raid, so she ended up taking some hive eyes and, and placed them so she could see. Oh well, that's that's one <laughs> way to make sure that you have dark vision. Yeah, or you could just be a tiefling. Or a drow, or an elf, or you know, lots of other things. Um, yeah. or, so, so yeah, half orc is also a good way too. Half orc, half orc is one of my personal favorites. Um, don't get me distracted by D anD. I right I didn't start this. You did. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, is would you say that the size of this exp- expansion is similar to Forsaken? No. Um, I would say it's more akin to Rise of Iron size. Rise of Iron. Okay, so smaller. It it is definitely smaller. However, I think they made good use of what content they pro- they provided forward. So um I didn't feel like that during the campaign my time was wasted 
um, which, I mean, Rise of Iron, you could almost argue that that campaign was almost wasted because yeah. we we literally don't really see any trace of SIVA anymore in the world or, you know, anywhere. Um, That's true. Uh, I mean, it really Lord, did Lord Saladin doesn't even recognize you as an Iron Lord. So. <laughs> um, Which is, I, in some respects, that makes sense for people who weren't able to buy the expansion, but also give me that because that would be awesome yeah it's a and, title i've earned well we did get the 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 uh i think with the rise of iron that's when they introduced is that when they introduced the hammers or was that in destiny 2 uh they had uh axes you could wield around that were that were spawned in that's right as a uh right. they, but it worked like a hammer i mean you could say that but in those Desti- axes were freaking awesome <clears throat> they were uh quite useful um but uh yeah you got the young wolf's howl which was a sword that laid down fire as you slammed it on the ground yeah that was cool too so 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 this one is kind of uh more along the lines of like warmind because warmind was relatively short too yes i however uh when i when in the scope of things i think it uh in I'm looking at it as also like, is it advancing the story forward any right. further in a you know in a way that makes logical sense as far as like a sure. cohesive story? And so I, I'm gonna label it as rewarding and not rewarding in that way. Uh, 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 Warmind, you know, you killed a worm god so easily. Um, Nacris was you know could bring. Uh, hive back from the dead and we killed Nacris. you know it, it it wasn't that rewarding to me it was cool right it was a fun time um but i felt it, like the boss battle left a little to be desired very much so i mean when you can sit back and you know in a corner and just uh what's the uh the heavy uh sniper rifle that has box breathing i can't remember but um uh man Names escaping me, but uh, um, I can't remember the name of it. But uh, yeah, it's an exotic sniper rifle that you can get. But yeah, you yeah. can you can send a few shots into it and it's dead. So just strange to me. I, I just yeah yeah. Um, did this one have? I mean, without going into spoilers, did this one have a satisfying boss encounter at the end of it? I would say very much so. As a matter of fact, multi-boss encounter. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and, so, and not not necessarily hard, um, right. but fulfilling in story. Like I, yeah. I would say. I mean, it it kind of tied some things together. At least just just to make a at least a cameo appearance, and then you know you moved on. So right. So yeah. because because I think. I mean, like, uh, Battling Calidus was a well-story-delivered and an interesting boss battle. Um, what is it? What, 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 what's the Wish Dragon? Oh, uh, the last Wish Raid, yeah. Um, the last, well, because uh, not, not even particularly the raid, but that um, the thing that you fought that then turned into a mouth and puked up the prince, and then you shot him. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. the uh, the flying spaghetti meatball yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, that thing. 
Um, because the, I, the I felt like the voice of ribbon, I guess you the call voice it. of ribbon. Thank you. <clears throat> uh, the because I I felt like that was a pretty satisfying boss battle. Mm-hmm. Difficult, well a uh, well delivered story. Um, so where would you put it in with those? Um. So, all I can say is, <laughs> uh, if you're wanting me to rank it, um, I I would say. I, I enjoyed Forsaken just because it it opened us up to a completely different area. It introduced True. new lore into, or not new lore, but at least it explored the lore of the Awoken and mm. brought in a little bit more information on that. Um, and so on the scale of things, on how things just went absolutely completely weird on the Dreaming City, you know, and how they're basically caught in that essentially a death loop. You know, in in the Dreaming City. Have you played right. Forsaken? You have, right? Yeah, I, I've played Forsaken. Okay. Um, I touched the Dreaming City. Um, I I didn't get to delve into its secrets as much as I would have liked. Okay. Um, I never had anybody to run the Last Wish with, so. Oh, I'm sorry. I I've only ran it maybe twice, and and so it was. Honestly, I had no ambition to really run it all that much, but I heard it was a really difficult raid. It it is, but if you run with a good crew, um, it's it's actually uh, visually appealing, and and just uh, n- not so much technical. Just you do feel like you're you're rushed, like you know there is sure. Im- you know immediate immediacy to to get on to the next spot. So right. Um, in the, in that aspect it was it was a it's a great raid it's a beautiful raid because it is all in through the dreaming city and uh you know there's spots where you get to go through you know huge jumping puzzles where you can get to see vast vistas of the dreaming city it's quite beautiful actually of of the right. raids it is quite possibly one of the most beautiful raids i've ever seen but here's another question for you yeah yes or no does no. the shadow <laughs> keep tie in with the crown of sorrow raid you could say yes in in okay. in a very vague way. Okay. No, that's that's great. Um has has there been any word of a new raid being released with Shadowkeep? Um wasn't there one released? Yeah, there was there was actually one released. Then involved I don't know. it's it's oh, I'm sorry. Um yeah, it's a Garden of a uh, Garden of Salvation it's called. Okay. And yeah, I, I don't. I the reason that I don't know is because I I haven't followed very closely. It's okay. I'm I'm curious. The only reason that I'm curious about Shadowkeep is because of the hive. Mm-hmm. Love the hive. They're they're creepy and they're cool and they're interesting to me um, because I'm into monsters. So, um, so that that's good to hear. That was the end of that. I I will say. <laughs> All I can say is, should I even say this? No, I I don't think no. I should say it. If so, you if you have to question it, don't do it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and 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 that's the advice I'm going to take. I'm just going to say, um, it is rewarding, uh, especially with the aha moment and uh, just where where the story takes you as far as like, um, it also leaves you with a mm-hmm. what. You know, but okay. it's a good what. Uh, not well. 
I don't I don't know if, where the story takes us is is good for us, but um, right, it, it does leave you questioning for more. But it's it, it takes you in a direction of uh, let's just say that the way the year one campaign ended leave, left you questioning, you know, or or you know. Not even of how it ended or anything like that, but just just basically what they where they left you off with. Let's just say that it's going to kind of tie that back around, and also wanting you to to have more in that. <laughs> I'm being vague as possible. <laughs> Do we get any more information about the darkness? Yes or no. <laughs> so <laughs> okay um okay um so tell me about the shadow keep like what what's the atmosphere in there are we talking like well it's on the moon so there's not or... much of an atmosphere so uh-huh. you're so funny <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna punch you is it are we so i mean it's hive architecture mm, but yes. are we getting a closer look at i mean because destiny one we had Oryx's ship. We also had some moments in the moon where we dove into that hole, yeah. basically. <laughs> and then, so, I mean, this is the first time, I, I, I feel like this is the first time that, because the keep, is it is it above ground? Uh, for the most part, yeah. I mean, there's some, it, it's, it's, and the keep itself is pretty, uh, vast and expansive too. So, I mean, it's mm-hmm. a pretty big area. Yeah. Um, but, uh, there, there's a strike that runs through it. Um, and boy, with like the sound, I, I mean, just the, uh, the visuals that they have with that in, in the sound design for that too, of, uh, when you trigger events or something like that within, within the strike, um, just sounds amazing and looks awesome. And, uh, but that, that is, um, some, very excellent art design that they've taken. Um, and it, it's just weird that, that, you know, there's this, you know, I'm sure you've seen like the, the main picture of like destiny Two shadow keep where it's just this yeah. tall red pillar just sticking up out of the ground and with kind of a fortress on the side of it. And you're going into that and, and yeah, there's some red sections that are just jutting out of the ground pointy and spiky it's very hmm. if i can say tie this up with a a design note is there's a lot of pointy and spiky here i mean that's most of their architecture though it looks to me it looks a lot have you ever seen termite damage um no i i've never actually seen termite damage so termites what they do is they drill hmm. holes through the wood and if you were to like break a piece of wood in half, then it leaves like these grooves and sharp spikes. Okay. Like termite damage. And that's what their architecture has always kind of looked like to me. Cause it has these little pox in it. They're usually like a lot of half circles that end in like these spikes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, th- and that's always what their architecture has kind of felt like to me. Basically at the tops of, of like the pillars and stuff, it's, uh, I guess it could be almost reminiscent of, of termite damage and, but, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, but it's very pointy and spiky. Fair enough. <laughs> um, 
I, I've always I, I can't wait because I, I feel like this is me and don't don't comment on any of this because I don't want any spoilers. Fine. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm just giving you a way out, Gun Bait. Okay. Chill out. All right. Um so because because the way that the hive have been able to create darkness within their environments, like uh for instance, I'm specifically thinking of the moment in D one where you first encounter the hive. And like you run into that one room and you have all the thralls running at you from every direction mm-hmm. and you just kind of ah, 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 spray and pray. Yeah. Um, because, because it felt like whenever the hive were around, so were like these, they always had those little things that like jutted out that inky black darkness. Um, so it'd be interesting. Do you know what I'm talking about? Am I just imagining things? I'm trying to think inky black darkness. Like, are, are you talking about like the, uh, they looked like barnacles over everything oh that i mean a lot of that is uh chitin i mean in a lot of that and i don't know if you know about i mean it's it's actually explained in 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 uh destiny one uh uh, there's a there's a uh conversation between ghost and eris morn over comms but basically uh most of like hive architectures is made up with dead hive they're like coral. Yeah. I mean, essentially, in a way. But, I mean, they're fashioning other hive into decoration. Mm-hmm. So. It just, it just, it seems to me as if they've always had a stronger connection to the darkness than a lot of the other species that we've seen. Other than the Vex who had the dark heart back in D1. Yeah. Um, because they had that connection to it. That was a weird that 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 boss battle was just super weird to me. It was weird. Um, uh, yeah. So I I mean, other than that specific moment with the Vex, it always has seemed to me that the Hive have a stronger connection with the darkness. So I'd be interested in. Um, I mean, that's part of the reason that I'd like to play Shadowkeep is to just find out, you know, more lore on the Hive. Give it. You'll get more lore on the hive, but I I think it also takes a, you know, the hive are definitely involved, but I think, I think the picture is way bigger than that. Right. So, and that's fair. Um, I don't I don't have any more. Oh, uh, what are have they released new exotics with? Oh uh, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, this is not a new one, but uh, I did get uh, Monte Carlo, uh, which. Okay. Uh, is absolutely wonder you're a warlock aren't you um i <sighs> was playing a warlock i i played a hunter for d2 to start out with oh gosh Ugh. and then i and then i i started i i still have my warlock that i imported from d1 and then i started playing as a titan <sighs> and i really liked it <laughs> so i don't know you disgust me well anyways uh <laughs> Uh, they can look they can take so i feel like they can take so much more hit they can take so much more damage before they actually go down not so much more one would call that a problem i wouldn't when i'm playing one just when i'm trying to kill one no uh no but uh, i monte carlo uh basically it, as you make kills with the monte carlo auto rifle mm-hmm. uh you get your melee back and oh, and so what's awesome is if you're using that with, uh, what is it, Karnstein armlets? 
which okay. is the exotic uh, uh, gauntlets or whatever for a warlock. What talking about yeah. Basically, uh, you know, so you can be killing guys, may you know, get your melee back from Monte Carlo, melee them, and get health back and an overshield. So you can oh. keep repeating that as you're going through crowds of enemies. It's a uh, actually a lot of fun. So, uh, have you play? Have you gotten the? It's the, it's kind of like Thorn. It's the hand cannon, Malfeasance. Uh, actually, I ha- I have it sitting on the end of the, the last bit of quest. Uh, I think I have like twenty percent more to go through. Uh, uh, Gambit. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, but I actually have Thorn as well. So, oh, because they they did re-release Thorn. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they I'd did bring back Thorn. Um, and uh, they have another one that's kind of along those same lines of guns, but there's uh, a gun called uh, the Lumina. I think that's the name of it, if I remember correctly. But um, which is an interesting gun because it also has healing rounds that you can shoot your teammates with and heal them oh. remotely. So you would not be good at that. Um. It, it's actually pretty cool if you're uh, a dawn blade uh, middle tree where you can you can have the uh, uh, the one grenade that you can absorb or, or throw out to have a healing oh, pool sure. for your enemy oh, or yeah, for your I friends. I did like that. Yeah. Yeah, you can you can actually heal your your teammates and also you can shoot them with Lumina and 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 send healing rounds at them and and uh, you can actually be a very valuable uh, healer yeah. teammate with that. So. I like that's one of the things that I like about exotics is the ability to customize a character to make a build because that's what I like. Mm-hmm. I think that's why I like D&D. You get to build a thing to do a very particular like this is what I want it to do. I want it to be a healer. I want it to just damage the crap out of things. I want to be able to tank stuff. I want to be able to, you know, and you can do different offshoots of that. And there's so many different ways to, to be able to do that. And I like it when a game can allow me to build a character to be able to play to my strong points. Well, if you like builds, uh, this is definitely the the branch of Destiny that you've been looking for then because um, they have a thing called Armor 2.0 in the game. And, and Clear Knight and I have actually been over this in an episode because uh, Elmer was gone on vacation. So I had Clear Knight on last episode. Yeah. Um, and he went through a, an, uh, a pretty, uh, he explained armor 2.0, uh, pretty well, but I'll, I'll just kind of go over a brief synopsis of it and, and just basically state that if you like to build to a certain type of play style, like you like playing with a certain type of gun, you can actually add a mod specifically for that to cater to that, that, that play style. Um, and, oh. and so uh, also, they brought back uh, what is it, in, uh, intellect, discipline, and strength. Oh yeah, they yeah. brought those back, so you can actually focus on if you want your grenade back uh, a little bit quicker, or if you want to have your melee up all the time, or uh, you want to, you know, always have your super uh, as ready as possible all the time. You can work towards that. Um, you can also work towards if you want to be more tanky and and or or not so tanky, but you want to dedicate to having speed or whatever you have a little bit of versatility and you can you can work towards having different armor sets be dedicated for different builds also you, uh any ornamentation that you got previously 
within D1, or uh, sorry, D2. Um, I, I forget there's actually so many expansions now in, in just yeah. D2 alone now, but um, any orna- ornamentation that you've got prior or prior to this, uh, this DLC, uh, you can actually apply the ornamentation and make your armor look like that. So y- even if you got a crappy looking armor set that had really good stats on it, you can now actually just hold on to it and just apply an ornamentation to it and make it look nice and make oh. it worthwhile for it to, you know, um, mean something. I other. like that. Yes. Because that has always been one of my major problems is I get uh, an armor set that I absolutely hate the way it looks. Exactly. And but you're stuck it, with it has the best stuff. And then you're having to grind it. It takes so long to get that one thing that you want but then you you know what i mean you do and then it looks crappy and you're like guess i'm stuck with this (laughs) because this is the build that i want most of year one d2 um i was stuck with uh for my warlock i was stuck with uh it was high mind complex Mm -hmm. uh i and I, i i remember that that armor set so well because i know uh kingsley always said he's like oh here comes gun bait in the rags like i mean it was literally like <laughs> you're yeah, just I, basically I wearing a toga what talking about yeah yeah but uh you had these weird metallic arms and and the this helmet that had like wires coming out of the back of the head it looked oh, weird yeah i yeah i didn't like that one yeah i did though actually and in the oh, fact that it uh... actually bothered people i wore it even more <laughs> <laughs> sure just because I, i'm that uh, asshole uh, I am too, so don't yeah. worry. Stop doing that. That just means I'm going to do it more. So don't <laughs> tell me. To th- throw a please in front of it, and I'll stop doing it. <laughs> yeah, but uh, uh, cool. but they they actually have a way now to where you can farm weapons too. Um, if you played, uh, I, I tried to uh, blank it out of my head. Now uh, it's been uh, successful, but um, Curse of Osiris. You know how yeah. they had the 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 weapon forge, oh, the forge. yeah, yeah. Um, which was not really a weapon forge. It was a predetermined way to just get <laughs> weapons that were fixed in rolls and stuff. But you sound bitter. I <laughs> I am bitter. Um, however, they have a similar concept uh, uh-huh. when you complete the campaign. However, you can you get these things that drop uh, as you complete different objectives called essences. And sure. they're the ep- essence of, of, you know, there's the essence of brutality. There's the essence of, uh, I can't remember some of them, but there's, there's just all these, you know, themes that go along with the weapon. And, uh, basically these essences are essentially bounties or little mission objectives that you can do to complete. You, you, you have to reach certain objectives within this essence. And then you take it to, uh, the lectern, they call it. And you turn it in to get a weapon, and it's a randomly rolled weapon. And so you you can actually get some pretty good rolled weapons, and it it is just a a farming method uh, for you to at least try to get a different weapon. And uh, it takes a little bit of work, but at least you can get expect different results out of them. So I thought it was a neat touch that they did. Uh, I thought it was, you know, I I thought it was a little wasteful that they had Curse of Osiris the Forge there. And that was it. I mean, once you're done with it, 
you're done. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there was no going back. There was no content from that point on. Right. And uh, this has some replayability. So, and and I do know that when I you know and I and I believe the what the essences that you get to drop, I believe they change from week to week. Oh, nice. So you can go back and you know, like when I uh, when I was playing last week, I basically I was getting uh, the uh, pulse rifle, um, the hand cannon. I can't remember. I think it was a sniper rifle that was dropping, but um, and this week, you know, probably changed something else. So um, I would like to try to go back for the SMG if possible. So or at See, least get a, a variant of it. I will always. <clears throat> I am still bitter about the changes they made to origin story. Way, way back. This was way back before. I think it was even before Curse of Osiris came back. It came out. I think that would, that would, if I'm correct, that was a precision frame auto rifle, wasn't it? Yes, or, it was. Um, there are so many auto rifles now that I think that they're, I think you can yeah, find something. Yeah, but I would, uh, I had built I had built the origin story out so it had exactly what I wanted. I had made sure that it was mod mm. Mm. <sighs> origin story. <laughs> I always remember you. Okay. Um Well, cool. Is there anything else that you wanted to talk about for uh, Yeah, Ashley, uh I mean, uh it- like I said, we, we went over this before, but uh, an event that you'll actually like is called uh, also. It, it's basically like if if you did any of the uh, the last DLC of, of Forsaken or the last season of Forsaken, they had uh, uh, the Menagerie. Uh, yes. Did you get into that at all? No. Okay, so it was basically a six-person activity that you went back to the Leviathan for. And you ran through that, and it was basically oh, that's uh, right. yeah. you had these goals that, you know, you had these uh, activities that you had to complete, and you just moved on to the next circuit, and then you had a boss battle at the end, and it, that was a rotating boss. Um, they have a thing during this season called the Vex Offensive, and you can actually go in, it's another six-person activity, and you're, you spawn basically in, in the, uh, uh, what, the garden, um, for the vex oh uh um the one place yeah the <laughs> endless forest no oh get the hell out of here. <laughs> the black garden thank you joey the bastard oh. <laughs> yeah that i mean that's what i meant yeah this black is garden. this yeah. is a problem of uh me i mean it's almost one o'clock this is my brain just starts shutting down <laughs> over time but yeah so the black garden thank you joey um but uh yeah so you, you actually go through the Vex Offensive and you can actually go through these stages of, uh, it, it is a, you know, a loot progression type system where you can actually get better loot as you go on. And, uh, you know, it is a farmable area and, uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. I actually enjoyed it and you can get a different complete weapon, weapon set with random rolls on it. So, well, that's um, cool. and that's for the season. Once the season comes to an end, uh, they'll have some other type of enemy that will kind of fade in, in I'm sure, and uh, they'll have another six-person activity for that season. So. so let me ask you a question. No. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Um, Ikora Ray is building a Vex portal in the tower. 
You're b- building a Vex portal in the tower. Shut up. Jeez. <laughs> not, I didn't want everybody to know that. No. Uh, is she? I'd, I've seen memes or mentions of it. I'll have to check that out. <laughs> Maybe oh, I... did you not know that? No, I didn't know that. I, I think I, I, I've seen pictures of like a partway completed ring that looks like, um, you know, like a Vex portal. Evil J says that she is. So See? I'm going to have to Evil jump Jay on. knows. After we Even sign off we... tonight, I'm going to have to jump on and, and find out. So Even though Jay fingers buttholes, <laughs> occasionally he knows what he's talking about. Also, I'm still banned for four minutes. How long was I actually banned for? Did I get banned more than once? Who knows? Oh, jeez. All but... right. Um. <laughs> so... Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> um, so, um, I wanted to talk real quick. Was there anything else that you want to talk about? For nope that was, that was pretty much. It. I I would recommend if 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 you've enjoyed, or if if you felt like that you've been gypped somehow in the story ever since D two started, I would recommend sure. Shadowkeep. Is how much is it? Twenty thirty bucks. It's thirty bucks, and I think you get the season pass, or the. Oh. Is that correct? Yeah, you get the season pass or whatever for forty bucks or whatever. Okay, I think that's what it is. Worth the thirty or forty dollars. Well, uh, I I've enjoyed so far this season. So mm-hmm. I, I compared to what I, we've had to pay for for the DLC in the past, I would say it's a, a value that's worth it. Okay. So, if you were to give it a score out of ten, I won't do that. <laughs> Fine. Um, because I I still have issues with the grinding for a number and stuff, and and I won't do that. So that it won't be fair. So that's fair. Okay. Um, well, I, I wanted to talk a little bit about a game that I'm kind of excited for. And the mm. more I hear about it, the more excited I get. Um, Jedi Fallen Knights. Uh, the game that's being uh, uh, published by EA. And, and it's being uh, done by uh, Respawn, right? Yes, Respawn. Thank you. That was the name of them. Yeah. Uh, they did Titanfall. And, and Titanfall 2. And Apex. And Apex. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know they did Apex Legends. Well, too. I, A- I guess I should have known that. Well, Apex Legends actually uh, fits it within the, the the lore of Titanfall. Oh, does it really? Yep. Uh, oh, I didn't at, know that. If you play Titanfall two, they're talking about the uh, the yeah the, they're working making the Apex Predator, and uh, basically this the strong fighter or whatever like that, and then you have this Apex Legend, which is they're trying to determine who is the better the, or the best oh, fighter or, so of the characters. Interesting. Did not know that. The yeah. things you learn. Um, so, yeah. So, it seems to be... I've, I've heard it compared to Dark Souls, to Zelda, to a lot of different things. Um, have, you, have you seen anything about it? I think I watched the initial trailer, and I, and I, I think at that point I just set it down because... Um, and I'm going to go through a playthrough of Battlefront. Oops. I'm sorry. I apologize. I hit my mic. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I was a little bit let down with Battlefront 2. Um, 
and I don't know how much like stock I'm putting into, you know, I, I, with the whole thing. And I, I understand respawn actually can be pretty, you know, I actually enjoyed Titanfall too. I, uh, apex legends. They did an okay job with, uh, Elmer may say different things on it. I, I think that there could be a little bit more desired with that game. Um, and I'm sure they're going to do a good job with the, what, what is it called? The, uh, Jedi fallen Knight. Jedi fallen Knights. Thank you. Um, fallen Knights or fallen Knight? I can't remember. I'll look it up. You keep going. Okay. Uh, with, with this particular star Wars game, I, I have no doubt that they're going to do a pretty good job. Uh, Jedi fallen order. Okay. Totally wrong. Yeah. It's all good. See, name. It's all right. Good We're friends here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, I'm sure they're going to do a good job. However, it's just this with what EA did with, uh, sure. Uh, uh, star Wars battlefront. No, it's not even a star Wars game. Oh, uh, battlefield. No, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking no, battlefield, about. Battlefield. Uh, uh, no, it's, uh, the game with the mechs. I, I, Oh, Titanfall. No, gosh, they own a lot of games with mechs in them. Like EA owns half of the games that are what's on the market. The, what's the game that came out that was just like met with a whole bunch of crap that just came out this last year? Jay, I know you're, you're probably shouting at your no screen right idea. now. Uh, Jay, just tell us. Anthem. Oh, jeez. Oh, I loved Anthem. That piece that was, of shit. Those are not mechs. Whatever. Mechs is like, anyway. Yeah, um, I was thoroughly disgusted with that game. I mean, granted, oh. when I was able to get in to play it, it was it was cool, but it was just met with so many connection issues, and and uh, that was for the I I and I said this before That's on another fair. podcast, yeah. but it was you know when you call it that your preview to the public, and you're trying oh, to get people yeah. to buy games, you know I was excited for it. I was I was buying into the hype. And uh, when they hand out a preview and say, this is a vertical slice of this product. Right. Here you go. Have at it. And uh, it was. Uh, the server issues were bad. Server issues were, with, were bad. And then it continued to being bad even after the game release. Like, uh, especially for people on PC. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. It, you know, uh, and just not just server issues, but just trying to, you know, hook up with friends just to do stuff for people getting dropped. I guess that would be under server issues, but I don't know. That's I, true. After that, after that game, I was like, I have no idea what EA is doing. And, that, that's fair. <laughs> and I was thoroughly disgusted with it. And I was just that's like, true. I am worried about anything, you know? And I think I, I can't remember where I heard it though, but I think that there was some type of meeting where Disney had to come to Star Wars or uh, EA, uh, EA, and yeah. basically tell yeah. them people are hating our franchise. Please make them stop hating our franchise. Yeah, apparently they had to come to Jesus with EA yeah. and told them if you continue to tank our 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 product, we're going to pull the license. Yeah. And I and I think that that was pretty much, or at least from what I understand, that's pretty much how that discussion went. Where Disney was like, "Uh, yeah, stop 
stop tanking our license because if you don't, then you'll lose it and we'll go and shop it around to other people. I mean, can you imagine? I, I, I just, because Disney is a scary giant to begin with. <laughs> they own everything. They now. own everything. You do not want to piss Disney off. Don't fuck with the they, mouse, all right? <laughs> dude, you will get slapped. Uh-huh. I mean, they'll, they'll buy you and close you down. Yeah. I mean, that's basically where Disney is at. They own Marvel. They own Star Wars. I mean, as far as a production company goes, they're probably as close to a monopoly as you can get in this day and age. They own ABC or the mm-hmm. Go Network mm-hmm. and Fox. Yup. Yup. <laughs> yup. That, that's insane. So, as yeah. far as a production company goes, they're as close to a monopoly as you can probably get mm-hmm. in this day and age. Yeah. Which, uh, which I kind of feel bad for Netflix because Netflix had that partnership with them, and then Disney's like. Yeah, never mind. We're just going to build our own streaming service. So, yeah. uh, screw you. Yeah. So, uh, I, I'm just, I'm really worried. Um, sure. In, in, uh, what's the company who, uh, who made Anthem? The studio? Yeah. Oh, uh, Bioware. Bioware. That was Bioware. I think that was Bioware's, like, big chance to come back after you know and i know oh gosh <sighs> you know elmer goes on about how mass effect you know sure. uh, was you know is and, and was the great you know the great game and everything like that um i don't necessarily share that opinion however i will not talk badly about it okay i i wasn't a big fan of mass effect but as far as dragon age goes big fan of that okay um but there was a lot of bad press around the last Mass Effect. Oh uh, yeah, Mass Effect Three got trashed. Yeah, so I thought this is or Andromeda. Andromeda is the one that yes. really. Yeah. Uh, I thought this was you know Bioware's chance to make it big and and sure. make a turnaround and stuff. And I don't blame Bioware for this exactly no. because I, I don't mean, think a lot of people do though. Yeah, um, because they. I, you know, they were forced to use EA's engine. Um, I think they could have made a totally different and, and much better product. But I, I, I'll be honest with you. I like Anthem. I still like Anthem. I, I like the gameplay. They, they have some some interesting story elements. The server issues are painful. Um, and that's true. I mean, Bioware they've got uh, they've got the new Dragon Age coming out. But uh, for those of you, uh, so Evil J said Bioware can't be doing too bad. They just moved the main office to a new fancy building. Um, but uh, you know they've they've got a new Dragon Age coming out. But um, I I like Anthem. I like uh, the Cataclysm. I jumped back in with the Cataclysm. Played with that. That was fun. Uh, that was an interesting. An interesting thing because we, you know, I don't know if you ever actually played Anthem, uh, but the main, the, like one of the villains that was talked about was General Harkin. Hmm. General Harkin was like the guy that started the the Heart of Rage, um, and he had disappeared, and then so in Cataclysm you actually get to encounter him, you talk with him. 
you communicate with him. And uh, it's really interesting because he is obviously there for a purpose to make sure that this new cataclysm ends. And he is, I mean, like to the point to where, I mean, it's, it's been a while and that's over anyway, so I don't mind spoiling it. Um, yeah, he actually allows himself to be captured and imprisoned in the fort in Fort Tarsus. Um, and so you get to communicate with him as an NPC and he, it's kind of cool because there's a moment where you're talking with him and he'll disappear. And then he shows up with an apple and you're like, where the heck did you get that apple? And he's like, Oh, here you want it. And then he shows up next to you and he starts talking to you outside of the cell. And then he disappears and he's inside the cell again. And you're like, Ooh, some crazy stuff is happening. Um, and there was also a big moment at the end of the campaign. Again, it's been so long where you find out that these kind of monsters of legend are starting to show up again. These creatures that had enslaved humanity a long time ago that the original, um, I can't remember what her name is at the moment, but the, the lady who created the javelins had fought against to free humanity from their yoke. Now they're starting to show back up again. Mm -hmm. They find a dead body. They have it laid out. It's like an end credit scene. And they're like, hey, we found this scouting around. There are some really good story elements. I wish I wish they, I, because I, I have a feeling that it's just going to get cut at some point. I don't think it's making enough money or it will make enough money for them to keep going with it. But it, it seems like they had set it up to, to, to have that Bioware flavor and story going on. But anyway. Yeah. Back to Jedi Fallen Order. Yes, let's. <laughs> uh, sorry, long, long, long tangent. Um, so Jedi Fallen Order. I'm, I'm. The more I see about it, the more I'm excited. The combat looks really good. I saw the first trailer. Um, where you the the combat looks interesting. It kind of looks like a blend of. I don't know if you ever played Force Awakens. Oh, not Force Awakens. Um, Force Unleashed. Force Unleashed. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, it's the force something yeah um where you have those kind of cool powers where you can grab and pull but i've heard it compared to sekiro did you ever play sekiro i did not okay uh i i really don't get into roguelike games because uh sure i like my life uh yeah they they <laughs> caused me to rage so yeah, much that I, I just i i've done I, I done tried to do dark souls and i was just like i <laughs> I hate myself. <laughs> I love yeah. Dark Souls, though. That yeah. is oh, so near and dear to my heart. Um, so it has a lot of the elements of where you're trying to find the person's weakness. Like, swordplay seems to be uh, a heavy piece of the game. Now, Sekiro is able to accomplish it with a couple of button mashes so that you can see a meter and, a, you know, a block and an attack. And those are the two buttons that you have, but it adds a complexity to the amount of combat. So if they've, from people who have played it, they've said that it's similar to that where you, you know, you have a block, you know, block and attack and you're trying to find the person's weakness and you're wearing them down. Plus you have force powers. Now, one of the cool things, because when I watched the first trailer, I was like, this looks super linear. And there was a moment where they had like the cameo of the guy that was in rogue one. Okay. And then he like shoots a grappling hook and he disappears, you know, in that first trailer. Yeah. The the gameplay trailer. And he disappears and I'm like, 
Oh, that's such bad storytelling. <laughs> to just have cameo and then this way Gosh. of egress that's like you can't accomplish yourself. And it's a way of taking them out of what you're doing that just in my storyteller brain really just sticks a poker in there and goes, yeah, because I'm like, that's not good storytelling. Um, anyway, um, but but it looked cool enough to where I was like, OK, this looks interesting. I, I don't know. I'm still unsure. Uh, but from what I've heard, because you can it has a bit of Castlevania element to it. Where as you acquire powers and you can go back to planets and have alternate routes. Uh, because from what I saw, you have a ship. You have the planets that you can choose from. So you do have some um, uh, explorability with that. And then I've also heard that they have temples and things like that. Uh, temples. But like Zelda-like temples where you have an element of puzzle solving involved to oh, be wow. able to acquire knowledge, I'm assuming maybe a Jedi holocron or something like that. Um, so it, it, yeah. I, and evil. J yeah. I've seen the new trailer. Um, and it has some boss battles that look really interesting. There's like this ice frog thing that you're fighting on, like this tilting platform. It kind of looks like there was this large bat that appears. There's also uh, this sinister sister or something like that. She's a she's on uh, Aaron from the Empire to track you down. That looks really good. Um, you know, apparently you encounter her a few times throughout the story. It's shaping up to be linear in certain aspects, but it looks like they might be doing a good blend, almost like because God of War, right? The new one, yeah, was, was kind of linear, right? You had a path that you could follow. There were branching paths that you could accomplish different things or find other things, but it it it, it was it was very linear in the way that you could progress or go you couldn't just pick a direction and go in it um and it looks like that and the thing about that i'm not too worried about that because as long as they put a lot of care into their storytelling like god of war did god of war had first of all their game mechanics were on point yeah where the controls felt good in your hand and they had good voice actors that were able to tell an amazing story God of War, I think, might be, the new one, might be in my top three games of all time. I, I would even go on to say, I mean, if you played Horizon Zero Dawn with that too, I mean, throw that up there as well. Um, sure, I, I never actually got to play that one. That's I one highly I really recommend it. Yeah, I, that's what, I, I need to go back and play that one because it looked good. But yeah, I mean, linear doesn't bother me too much as long as there's lots to do. And they nail the game mechanics and they make it a good story. Because if you're going to make it linear, those are the things that you have to focus on. Because then you can forget that you're kind of on a path, right? Because you are so sucked into the story that it's telling that it doesn't really matter. So as long as they do that, I'm really excited about it. I'm excited to see more. I'm looking for some gameplay because it is a EA and they tend to screw people. So. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just being honest. I, I'm not gonna buy it right out of the right out of the gate. Um, I'm gonna watch some streams, see how some gameplay is going. I'm probably gonna do the same. Um, just because uh, I, 
I'm I'm happy that I didn't buy Anthem because uh, I you know could you imagine oh, it's so buying fun, it on though. day one and just not having a good time playing it because I mean that's that's where a lot of people were. I pre-ordered it. I yeah. pre-ordered it. I I had I had gotten a lot special of special edition did. with all the stuff. I, it, yeah, it was aggravating to not be able to access the servers and then not able. I I, I was able to get in at like midnight because everybody had gone to bed and given up you know but and then i would get kicked all the time and have to come back in oh it was certainly aggravating but yeah so i'll 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 watch it from a distance and i i'm a huge star wars fan i mean yeah i you know i i had i had old dos games you know star wars dos games you know that i used to play all the time and and played them all the way through um and for the longest time, I mean, it was based on the Unreal Engine, but um, I used to play the shit out of Jedi Outcast, uh, yep. Jedi Knight, Jedi Outcast uh, 2. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was a wonderful game. And that, that also had, you know, and I don't know if this, uh, uh, the Fallen Order, if it if it comes with any RPG elements or, you know, MMO I, or, or anything like that. I options, haven't seen but. anything yet. I think it. I think it might be less RPG element and more like a Castlevania. You acquire abilities by doing certain things. So this this is definitely strictly just up. single player. Then I mean, uh, f- uh, from what I'm seeing, there's no multiplayer. Okay, strictly single player. I'm good with that. If they can narrow focus and just mm-hmm. stick to what the main center of the game is i'm good with that but it's when they start doing all this other other stuff of you know trying to manage connections and stuff i i get worried um i mean i get frustrated when i play apex because just their you know whatever they're using for servers is absolute junk (laughs) i mean well i have a horrible time playing it every time you know a lot of people i i and i've heard this a lot i i think a lot of people have a miss misinterpretation of there are a lot more multiplayer games that are released they have more playability i'll give them that right you can jump on with your friends you can have fun you can do a thing whatever but single player story focused games also have a big part in the industry i don't think they're going anywhere i think people crave a good story when they play if you can get that through a multiplayer experience, that's great, but there are a lot of limitations that you mentioned. Connection issues, things like that. Um, a lot of the MMO type uh, atmosphere makes it to where you can't have a story that you yourself are impacting. Right? Right. I, I mean, Destiny, the, your, your um, guardian goes through and does these things, but and the world changes, but it's hard to make it feel that way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I um, know what you mean. So stories do that. I mean, Red Dead Redemption, holy crap. Such an amazing single-player story. They had a multiplayer add-on that used a lot of the elements from the story campaign. But that story campaign, so good. God of War, so good. You know, you can get a really good story. So I'm excited. I'm hoping that that's what they do with Jedi Fallen Order. Same. So I, and, I'm, and I'm, I'm with you. Sorry, 
go ahead. Oh, yeah, I was just going to say I, I'm just I'm excited for it, but um, I don't want to waste my money. And that's where I'm at exactly. with EA right now. Um, and that's where I'm also at with Activision games right now. So. That, and that that's the same place I'm at. I, I think if if I can offer a suggestion and this is not necessarily to you, but to whoever is listening. Uh, I would definitely keep it on your radar. Check it out when it comes out. I mean, that's what I'm planning on doing. The first day it comes out, I'm probably going to log on, look at look at some of the YouTube, you know, YouTubers who play through it, so I can see what the gameplay looks like, and then decide from there. Because I'm excited about it, but EA has screwed people so much in the past that there's a big part of me that's like, uh, uh. so I want to wait and see, you know. But yeah. I, it's definitely something I've been keeping my eye on because Star Wars. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I love Star Wars, and yeah. and uh, I I just and I I'm not buying the game right out of the gate just to punish them somehow. I I just want to have a good experience, right? And I also you know I I advise this to you know a lot of people. It's like you can't really necessarily always buy into the hype. the pre order hype or yeah. whatever just because you know. These companies need these companies need to learn that they also need to make a product that is works. Yeah, just simply <laughs> works. Yes, but if as long as you make it work, it's fine. Yeah, I mean, Red Dead Online that they they released it as a beta. It had a lot of connection issues when it first came out, but it wasn't like you. I had not bought the game to play the multiplayer. I had bought it to play the single player. Mm -hmm. The extra bit was just add on that. Now I really enjoy, especially since I added in the occupations, but yeah, Uh, my point is, is I don't know what my point is. Okay. Yeah. The end. Sorry. (laughs) As you were saying, well, uh, I I really don't have much to say. I I I am excited for Red Dead for PC. I haven't. I ha- also have not pre-ordered that yet. I will get that when I'm ready to. <laughs> yeah. Um. But I I love Red Dead. But I'm also kind of bitter because it's like, gosh, why couldn't you You're release this? Me pay sixty bucks to get this game again. Yeah. Because you could have just released it at the time. Yeah. Yeah. I I also have a you know a family to <laughs> to manage to support. Too. Yeah. yeah. So it's like. There's a lot of games coming out that that they add up. So, yep. Um, but uh, no, I'll be getting it just uh, not right out of the gate. So, yeah. but like I said, my my uh, my reasonings for getting it are completely different from a lot of people. So, yeah. No, the only reason that I would get it is so that I could play on the Red M server. Yeah. And that's that's the only reason that I would consider it is because I would love to be able to play with you guys. I love beginning to play with you guys regardless. Yeah. Well, and we already play in a loose RP fashion already. I mean, we're also, <laughs> I mean, we're, we're having fun with it, you know, and well, and that's, I, I love I keep interrupting you. Oh no, go ahead. I love being able to play with you guys because it is just, they are some of my, the best times <laughs> that I've had in gaming lately, just like it, because it's so, it's so random. Just, yeah, hey, let's go steal a train and ride around the entire map. Just shoot every town we come across or, you know, just 
just some fun experiences. I still, one of my favorite gaming experiences is still when we tied up that Legolas. Do you remember that? Somebody had just gotten the reinforced lasso and we tied up the PC after Elmer choked her out in an alley outside of the saloon in Valentine. Oh, was it, was that a character's name, Legolas? Or a, yes. another player's name? Yeah. yeah. And then we tied her up and threw her on the bar. Ah, uh, yes. And, waited, and then Dick Tracy came around. <laughs> I like, Let the girl go and nobody gets hurt. Yeah. <coughs> so, so much fun. Still, yeah. still to this day, some of them. No, oh, when I, I've had several times where I've been laughing so hard and it's like two in the morning and my mm-hmm. wife just, you know, I immediately have to have like a, a quick, you know, shut off for my mic or something like that. But like my wife barges in the door and she's like, you're being really loud. <laughs> shut up. And it's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, More me. Yeah. But uh, no, I mean, just the whole night just devolving into laughter constantly over and over Usually, and over again. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm met with the decision of, do I punish myself with very little sleep or do I have the time of my life with right. you guys, you know? And, yeah. and, uh, it's usually I choose time of my life because it's just a lot of fun. So, yeah, I agree. So, all right. Are you ready to get on out of here? Yeah, I, I mean, this has been going on for, what, two hours now? Uh, hour 36, according to Twitch, so. Oh, well, there you go. So, according to the new dashboard, which I'm looking at right now, because... Ooh. Uh, so. A new dashboard, you say? Yes, it's dashing. Dashing. <laughs> you dashing dashboard. So, um, let's see here. Uh, where can people find you, Russell? Um, they can find me up their butts. Uh, oh. no, you can... <laughs> um, only if you send me pictures of Dick Cheney. Um, so you, you can, you can find me on Twitter at drjx. That's J E X O seven two five. Um, I usually talk a lot about Dungeons and Dragons Critical Role. Um, I also am following heavily, uh, the will of time series that they are, that Amazon is doing. Um, and, uh, stuff like that. I'm a, I'm a nerd, but sometimes I put my art on there. Um, and then you can also find me on the discord and that is Jekyll seven, two, five, zero, seven, two, five, ninety. Jackal seven two five ninety. That's um, that's all correct. <laughs> I caught myself. Caught myself. Um, and you know, I'm usually pretty heavy in either Red Dead Redemption too, because I play a lot of that, um, or Dungeons and Dragons. Also, I'm you know, we have a pretty cool creative channel. Uh, people's writings in mm-hmm. SFW specifically for Wicked Jack. <laughs> wicked jester and then um we also have some art people put up their minis that they've painted cool stuff like that nice that's it okay um before i i give out my plugs i actually stumbled on a show on amazon prime 
uh, you'd mentioned Amazon Prime. I thought, oh gosh, there's a show I stumbled on. Um, it came out in 2018, and my understanding is they were signed on to do a second season. Uh, their show is only their first season is only five episodes, so it, mm-hmm. it's a British show, but it's called Britannia or Britannia. Oh, and it is basically the second resurgence of Romans back into the Britain area region. Interesting. And uh, it it if you like, you know, Celtic gods and Druids and and Ooh, Romans. Baby. Um, it's got all that. Uh, if you like human sacrifice, it's got that too for you. Um, mm. I've been thoroughly enjoying it. And I can't wait for the second episode. So I love or when the second season. Out, I love when they rip out the heart and then stick it on their penis. <laughs> uh, they ripped out a spine of a person after they've sacrificed them. And they, Dude. and so before they sent them on into the underworld, they put in an oak branch into his back and they said so i have a spine of oak that's kind of cool that's really cool i mean i mean it's like okay but still i i it's cool to look at like ancient um the way that they like egyptians they would you know put all their organs nearby so that when they rose from the dead they could stick them back in you know or, uh, you know, they would entomb their servants with them. Where's my balls? <laughs> <laughs> what? No, I just want the root, not the stem. <laughs> um, so, you know, I love, I love that kind of stuff. So that is something I'll definitely have to check out. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm Gunbait101. You can find me everywhere at Gunbait101. Um, and this has been uh, Just Some Guardians podcast. Turgid. Gunbait one zero one. You can find us on justsomeguardians.com. Uh, all of our YouTube uh, Discord links are all there. Um, we're listed on Podbean. Uh, basically, wherever finer podcasts are downloaded, you can find us there too. So, because <laughs> we like to spoil the crowd that we're a part of. Indeed. Um, Let's see here. What what else? What other? Uh, if you'd like to send us an email, send us an email mm-hmm. at justsomeguardians at gmail dot com, and uh, we stream every, pictures of Dick Cheney questions. Well, we don't stream pictures of Dick Cheney, but we maybe we need to sometime. Like we have should. a little rotating slideshow of Dick Cheney. Yeah. That'd be the pre the pre show thing. We're okay. getting ready to come, and here's pictures of Dick Cheney. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That sounded weird how you worded it. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, There's we pictures of Dick Cheney. Yes, uh, we are. We stream live here usually every Thursday, right around eleven uh, thirty p.m. I was a little bit late tonight because I wasn't quite ready trying to get my new setup going. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, this is just thrown together. But I uh, hope it hope it wasn't too off putting for everybody. But. Uh, I thank you all, guys all for being here, and uh, hopefully we'll see you guys next week. So, uh, Russell, would you like to send us off? Join us next week on Just Some Guardians for utter incompetency and mutual chaos. Sexy. This is the outro music. Da, 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 da. I can't sing any more of that song because it's copyrighted. Uh, honestly, I don't even know if, what song that is, so if I can't identify it. 
it's well then <laughs> i'll keep singing <laughs> thank everybody everybody's like no no no, no please stop please, please stop <laughs> all right have a good night guys